Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of Maya Eileen Talks. Today we will talk about Sequest, and my guest today is Tommy of Track Cannon. But first, a note of the host of this podcast. I would appreciate it if you like this video, subscribe to the channel, and share it with your friends and family. Sequest DSV, also known as just simply Sequest, is an American science fiction television series created by Rockney S. O'Brannon. It aired on NBC between 1993 and 1996. In its final season, it was renamed Sequest 2032, set in the near future. The year 2018 is the first season of Sequest. And originally mixed high drama with realistic science fiction. The first two seasons starring Roy Schneider Schreider as Captain Nathan Bridger and designer and commander of the EPMS Naval Submarine Sequest 4600. The ship reflects standing for a deep submerged vehicle. Jonathan Brandes portrayed Lucas Wallenchuk, a teenager computer genius placed aboard Sequest by his father, and Stephanie Beckham portrayed Kristen Westhalen, the chief medical officer and head of the Sequest science department. Um, her role in all this is uh, reminds me of a bit about of uh, Dr. Crusher and Jonathan Brandes, who played Lucas, uh, reminding me of Wesley from Star Trek. So there's a lot of and and that's what you will hear Tommy saying that it is basically Star Trek but then on the water. In the opening episode of the third season Bridger departed DSV the Sequest and was replaced by Captain Oliver Hudson. I didn't like him. Played by Michael Ironside. Also present was a dolphin character called Darwin. I love Darwin. He was my favorite, one of my favorite characters in this series. Um, but also, he was the dolphin of um, Captain Nathan, and um, yeah, he he just he just was one of the crew. I loved that. So, due to technology advances. By Lucas, he could communicate with the crew. Steven Spielberg expressed interest in the project and served as one of the show's executive producers during the first two seasons. Productions of the first season was marked by disputes between the producers. NBC and cast members changed in the production staff and an earthquake. 
The second season saw changes in the cast, as well as continued dispute between cast members and producers. The first season introduced a new leader, actor, and title. While initially popular, the season began to decline in rating throughout its run and was abruptly cancelled in the middle of the third season. That's true, I hated it about it, especially in the third season. The only few uh, crew that we know from the start was uh, the XO, uh, of course Lucas, but Lucas is uh, now a member. Uh, really working member, yeah, of course he was a working member, but okay, uh, he is part of the crew now. Uh, the Doctor. Darwin, of course. Darwin is betweenish, and you know that's what I I do love Sequest, but it's not like uh, it's in that way not consistent as in other franchises like Star Wars or Star Trek, and you know, and that's a pity of it. Well, everybody, welcome back and welcome back, Tommy. Hello, hello, thanks for having me. Long time no see. <laughs> All right, I know, but we back to having some fun. Yes, we do, and this time it is not Star Trek for a change. Oh. <laughs> but, but this is just a side note, sorry guys, but I really want to know what his, your expectation is of the last season of Star Trek Discovery. Ah, uh, so yes, the last season of Star Trek Discovery. Now, you know how I feel about Star Trek Discovery. I know, it's you a know? problem, child, I know. Yes, but, you know, um, just like um, uh, Star Trek Picard, you know, it had a terrible first season and a terrible er second season, but the last season was awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that they could take Discovery out with a bang. I'm really hoping they can do that. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, hopefully. I, I'm 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 with you what you're saying with um um the first fifth season I couldn't ground it as Star Trek. And the last season a season I think it's yeah, the last season I was warming up to it. And of yep. course, everyone knows uh, I love season two because of, of course, Pike, Una, and Spock. But uh, they made it all a whole lot better. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what they are going to do. Oh, Strange New World has been kicking, but I, I, I like Strange New World. They, yeah, they me too. Me too. So, um, Sequest! Um, you always say Sequest is Star Trek, but then on the water, and I'm, I have to agree with that, to be honest. I really, really, really like Sequest in a way. The first season was fine, second season, okay, but the first season I was thinking, eh, they should have done more and, and, and better with it. And, uh, but okay, what was your first impression about Sequest? You know, when I when I first started watching Sequest, you know, I really just enjoyed the concept. You know, mm. um, 
I enjoy it. Okay, well, we know very little about, uh, you know, our oceans, just like we know very little about space, you know, so it has, they, the having it set in that type of underwater scenery, you know, in that setting, you know, with that type of design of the ship, I, I really enjoy I it. like it, the it, ship, it, you know, yeah. Oh, beautiful. I really love the ship. It's uh, kind of like an underwater galaxy class first ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like, um, I think this is the only one that is not in space or not in air or or, or on land itself. It was really under sea, and he, there are not many programs or series that is like Sequest. Yeah. And the whole enjoyment, what I was always happy about and really loved about Sequest is that the dolphin of the captain was also could also get into the ship yeah. he was like uh, what we see now in in navy and the marines etc that uh dolphins are helping us out because they are that intelligent but also you see and you see that back in sequest yes you did and you know and it was also you know they it was awesome how they gave um, Darwin a voice as well. Yes. Yeah, you know, because they could have just kept it, you know, okay, well, we have this dolphin that ever so often is kind of like a pet. It runs out and do things. But giving it a voice kind of mm. made it part of, or part of the crew, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about uh, this program. It's just uh, we see similars from uh, Star Trek and Sequest. And... Um, for example, uh, the captains are equally involved with the young protege. Uh, in this case, it's Lucas, but in Star Trek, it's Wesley. Yep. And, yep. but it's the same, for example, with the doctor. The doctor is also scientific and Beverly Crusher was in that way, also with cybernetic, etc. Instead, and we have, of course, like Lucas and Wesley, the two wonder childs of the series. Yep. And the fun. And what was, what was the uh, what was the guy who was the uh, the uh, clone? I believe it was. The oh episode? yes, yes, I like him. I yeah. really liked it, him. It gave that outsider alien point point of view like, the same way that they gave somebody like Data a Spock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like, um, um, I also have the feeling with uh, the XO of the ship was similar to Riker. Oh, that was my guy, man, Commander Ford. Yeah. That, uh, he, he was he was a he was a hard butt, but he, he was my dude. You know, that was the same guy that was in um, in uh, the series Seven Days, the time travel show. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 So. He was in that too. But yeah i liked him as commander ford yeah i liked him too it was just you know so so steady and when they start changing the crew i was thinking why would you do that and i know it is because of the um, uh the network and the directors uh face the uh cost of the program but yeah it it, it wasn't the same anymore what 
what's your feeling about it? But the um, one that I really wish that they had that kept on was that lieutenant that used to always have the side hustles, the little businesses everybody used to go to. Him for oh, like... yeah, yeah. I really liked him, but they ended up uh, replacing him with uh, Dagwood. But I like Dagwood, but I wish they could have found a way to keep uh, that guy in there. He brought a certain mm. level of uh, comedic relief to the episode. Mm. He was like the pork. Yeah. Uh, talking about the episode, what do you think about the whole uh, storyline of Sequest? Okay, right. So I have mixed feelings about it. Mm. Now, there have there, there were some episodes where I was like, oh, that is great. Like when they found the Library of um, Alexandria and all mm. that kind of stuff, right? You know, where, where they uh, ran across the underwater aliens, you know, you know that type mm -hmm, of stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Those types of things to me uh, was like the highlights of Sequest. But when they start doing things like, okay, well, uh, this faction against this other human faction, mm. and you know, that's in you know the the politics of Earth. You know, I'm, I was like, okay, well, what about the what about the underwater exploration, man? Y'all could have done you know krakens, all types of things, but. Um, overall, uh, yeah, I thought that the storyline, them being underwater, um, you know, uh, basically being the Starfleet or the, the Seas Federation, you know, uh, police, you know, I thought that was a great concept, but I wish they would have kept it more towards the exploration. Mm, yeah, me too, me too. Um, let's talk about the first captain that they had. He was also the charter of the ship. Yes. Um, what do you think of that character? You know, I thought that he was awesome because, you know, normally you all have the, um, the scientist slash military person, kind of like a Janeway or something like that, you know, where they're able to blend, uh, science with their, you know, with their military requirements. But Bridger, he was more along the lines of, hey, I am a scientist. This is what... I do. I don't really care anything for the military. That's why I left. Mm. You know, um, they, they wasn't really allowing me to do the things I wanted to to do. You know, so he was real laid back. You know, and like you know, the only reason they got him in there was because they tempted him with his ship. With you know, with the ship that he designed for science and exploration. You know, mm. so i like that i like the i like the dynamic that they gave the character the, the reluctant you know person to come on board but he's military but he's really laid back in a science officer you know um he's wise and he can't switch into the tactician when need be but he prefers you know the diplomatic you know picard approach talking about uh different roles on the water i must say that how uh how more we are in the seasons, how more military and how more uh, dangerous situation there was in the episode. Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. started making it pirate against, you know, you know, yeah, more militaristic. And, but I did love the episodes with that they were exploring and they found other planets or uh, what was that one episode that they found somebody who was uh, missing so many years and he was still alive somewhere uh, uh yeah yeah 
that yeah. kind of things, you know. I, I like those episodes. The military, I don't really necessarily like them, the episodes. Mm. But it was more like also, and you're correct in that, it was more and more going to be based on militaristic and um, uh, occupy an area or people or whatever. And it was not that thing of anymore of uh yeah we just this is the first ship that is really connected for on the water we are staying here and it is a, a quite a big ship it also reminds me a bit of the orville but then on the water you know <laughs> i can see exactly what you mean especially the front section i can see exactly what you mean hey speaking of the design how did you like the other designs of like like the little shuttle uh, skimmers that they used to have? Oh, How did you like the, the technology of um, Sequest? It's interesting. And I can imagine that Lucas, uh, of course, the, uh, the young boy that is very, um, yeah, very bright and very smart, that he mm. is so involved with the technology that he can uh, yeah change so much i don't want to say in the design but more in the technology and we see that also that he made that thingy for darwin yes which i love because i think how many people want to connect with their animals and have actually contact with them and they understand what their pet is saying only thing my dog would say is bathroom. That's 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 the only word here now. <laughs> well, I do like that they involve Darwin so much because they give him missions that are very important, and yeah. only Darwin could do. And, and not it was dangerous too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. it's not only that, but it's I know it's 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 just. A beautiful example how people and animals can work together. And see, that brings us back to Bridger because that's one of the main reasons that attracted him back to the ship. You know, he was mm. like, he, the, you know, the Admiral, his homie was able, he was like, hey, mate, we even made it so that you could put your, your, uh, your dolphin on board, man. We, yeah, we really yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I thought the technology um, mimicked they were really good at mimicking um, like amphibious life forms. Like the shuttles reminded me of fish. You know, yeah. They, they had the tail. You know, I like that. I like the concept of it. The way that they were able to blend, you know, uh, the mechanical with the biological. Mm. You know, I, I really like that too. You remember that uh, one episode that um, Lucas was uh, making his own little shuttle to race. Mm -hmm. And it was not a complete failure, but it was like, you see the whole crew was working together to get him finish it. And, and um, of course he designed it again and mm -hmm. to start, you know, it reminds me again of uh, Tom Paris. He did the same with the, uh, uh, yeah. the Delta Flyer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, outstanding comparison. 
But you know, we since since deep uh, since um, uh, Sequest came out before Voyager, we gotta say that they got that from Voyager. Yeah, mm -hmm. you think? I mean, Voyager, yeah. And you know what the amazing part of this is too? I read that Steven Spielberg was the exclusive uh, producer uh, for the first and second season of Sequest. Yep, that's why it was really good. <laughs> that was good, yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it, it, it's in season three, it was really, yeah, it, it became... Darker. Yeah, but also, uh, yeah, I don't know, I I, it, I didn't like it at all. I, and um, that new captain, I didn't like him. Michael Ironside, he was, that was he was real, just straight a soldier mm. but he had no science uh i want to explore drive none of that was in him that's you know that that's part you know he was a great actor but i'll say he was that was terrible a terrible choice to put somebody like that to contrast bridger i understand they want to contrast okay well let's see what this other spectrum of a captain to do but i think that really hurt the series yeah it didn't work mm -hmm. Um, it was like throwing a, it was like throwing a 14th doctor in there. I mean, yeah. um, Jody Whittaker, and it, it just what didn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, what do you think about the first season when they changed everything and um, it became darker? And I think it was in the first season as well that they had this episode that uh, there was some kind of a, an alien or. A, an enemy and I think it was the uh, Commander Ford had the bridge and he needed to do keep uh, the whole ship alive but they were sinking and whatever else more and that was a very very dark episode yes Yes, it was. Only, uh, um, what was his name? Deacon? Yep. He he was the only one who didn't have, uh, that he was the only one who was still capable to do his job in a way. Yes. Yes. See, now, if they had kept the stories, um, like that, you know, the mystery, the, the, the outer limits, you know, the, the, the wonder type. You know, so much that they, like so much that they could have done and focused on in that realm, you know. But I don't know if it was studio, you know, studio interference like it usually always is. But you know, mm. hey, we want you guys to do this. Yeah, but this is an exploration science show. Yeah, but we want fights and torpedoes. Oh. And that that <laughs> sorry. Oh. Uh, so where were we? Um, we were talking about Deckard and that episode, and that the sphere of the whole series was totally changing with all the military. Um, you do, you do know what was one one of my favorite episodes of Sequest? 
um, was when uh, Dagwood went back to, uh, I guess, the colony, the penal colony, where oh. they had put the rest of his people. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he had a clone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had to, uh, uh, they got caught up in that, I guess, the prison escape and, and hostage situation that went yes. on right there. I thought that that was a really cool examination mm. of, of, of them. I, I thought that was not, that's one of my favorite episodes. So what do you think about the relationship between Captain Nathan, Bridger, and Lucas? <laughs> I think that he became a reluctant mentor. I think once he started to see the potential in Lucas and the joy that Lucas had for just pretty much everything, mm. that, um, you know, I think he was like, okay, you know, plus this little boy just going to keep bothering me anyway. Let, <laughs> let me... <laughs> And, and he fixed my computer. By the way, that computer um, that also doubles as a counselor, awesome concept. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, that, that like holographic computer face that's inside uh, Nathan's quarters, I think it has the face of his dad or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I thought that that was just a really cool concept. That was a really cool concept, yeah. You, you can... I have never seen it somewhere in another sci-fi series, to be honest. You know, I haven't either. But, but yeah, about, a, about like mid, about like the end of season one, oh yeah, I think that he had took Lucas up under his wing, you know, mm. and and became really proud of him. Yeah! Of he but I thought it was a bit of a weird thing that uh, in season three, uh, Lucas once instead... Uh, now a real crew member and that surprised me yes me too <laughs> i was really thinking what the hell happened did i miss an episode or something yeah like what what made him decide to do that that that's totally out of character right there that was yeah because weird. lucas was always uh screaming and kicking to nathan of that he wasn't his dad and uh, but Nathan wanted to him to have more responsibility in that way and uh, be more with the crew, etc. And now he's wearing a uniform. And I was thinking, yep. huh? What the hell happened? You, you know, it could be that, uh, you know, he still had that crush on um, that lieutenant commander that mm. he used to like watching her out. So he thought that was the, closest, that was the best way to get close to her. Mm. Yeah, that's the only way I can explain that one. But, uh, but, uh, or, that wasn't. Or he was of age that he could join the Navy. But I would have thought he would have went more, sci you know, the scientific route. Mm, yeah, know, me you know, too. That's why, that's why I was really surprised that he was wearing it. He still does his computer and sign thingy. Mm. Only it's now really under a... Yeah, under the Navy, he wears a uniform. Talking about the uniform, I do like the uniforms. Yes, they kick butt on the uniforms. All seasons, they kick butt on the uniforms. I really like them, and it's like, it's a bit of what we, what you see nowadays, but also, uh, it reminds me of Enterprise. Oh, yeah, the jumpsuits? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I like the bridge layout, too. Mm, bridge yeah. Layout. Yes, and those chairs, those were so I futuristic. I, I would have fell asleep 
<laughs> if they would have looked over there at me talking about red alert, I would have been knocked out snoring every single time. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else I like that was a standout character? Um, the communications officer. I think he's played. Yes. Him, uh, yeah. With the glasses. Um, yeah. What's his name? I can't remember his name now, but I know who you mean. He was yeah. also the one when Darwin was ill. He was the one who noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that, that was that dude was awesome. I really liked him. Yeah. He brought a lot of heart to the show. I really liked him too. He was he was a bit of a nerdy, but also like uh, uh, a bit of a comical relief in a way, cause he was mm -hmm. so yeah. But he he at the end he loosened up. And. One other person, I don't believe we haven't said anything about him because he was such a cool cat. Uh, the captain's uh, best friend, the uh, the chief officer. Yeah, the chief officer. I was. Yeah, I wanted to talk about him as well. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> it remind me if if you if you talk about uh, navy terms or whatever. There there are some of the uh, movies and uh, series around. Hollywood or whatever, and it reminds me of this old sh skipper that is yeah. a backup for the captain, but also like the chief officer, uh, engineering, etc. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed his friendship with Nathan. And he was always just so laid back. You know, mm. like you know, I've been I've been doing this at the seas for forever. Uh, yes. Wave, they, waves don't bother me. Uh, big octopuses don't bother me. Like, let's just let's just do this. You remember <laughs> when you remember when uh, Nathan came for the first time on the ship, and he was meeting that uh, petty officer, and he uh, the the jumpsuit was a bit tight for. The petty officer, and uh, there was a very funny scene with that he uh, put the zipper of the jumpsuit a bit down so he could breathe. <laughs> yes, or how he first met the uh, the second officer, that the, the lady who was always you know a tight butt. Mm. You know, he was sitting up. I guess he was sitting in her chair when he first came on the ship taking a tour. And she was basically like, hey, man, you know, get out of my chair or something like that. And then um, the chief was basically like, uh, yeah, captain. And, and she changed the whole tune. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny, too. Yeah, that was funny, too. It, but it, there are a lot of comical scenes in Sequest. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. That's, like I said, it was it was a it, it's an underwater Star Trek to me. Yeah. It was in a way. It, it 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 so many things that they did, and so many like I would not be opposed in any way if they were to remake Sequest, you know, mm. DSV, and like if they were to do it, um, you know, nowadays, you know, with the technology that they have nowadays to really render the ship in CGI, you know, kind of like you know they do with the re-rendered Star Treks and stuff like that. Mm. I think. That they would do an outstanding job with that show. I so, thought there was there was a rumor that they were thinking of it. 
I read about that a while back, and then you know how things go. Mm. You don't hear about it no more. It's always the good shows, too. It's never, it's, you know, the bad shows, they seem to make those come back around all the time. Okay, um, so if they were going to make a reboot, who as captain would you like to see? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did you just hit me with that one? Oh, wow. Oh, ooh. Who would I like to see as captain of the Sequest? Man. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Since you put me on the spot, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to throw the question back at you. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know you. <laughs> you know, it'd have to be somebody, you know, a little older, somebody seasoned. You know, um, it have to be somebody who's, you know, scientific. You know, who could who could do the techno babble and stuff like that. But who 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 would be a good person? I, you know, I honestly don't know. I I would have to honestly think about that one right there. The one Ooh. that is the one that is uh, coming into mind is Daniel mm. Crack. Oh, he would be cool. I don't know. He too smooth. He he has way too much. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> I know he he plays always those roles of being a badass and but I do think he has because he is at an age now that okay. could be. Uh, very, very fight like a captain like Nathan. I, I see. It'll be a whole. It, 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 he'll do an outstanding job, but it'll be a whole lot of underwater babies. It'll be a whole lot of underwater babies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who is? I have. I, I. I don't know who further. I. I have to think about that too. You know. I have. Or. Nah, I don't know. I was thinking of Gary Oldman, but... Hmm. Ooh, he would do a great job. Gary Oldman, I think he would do a great job. And for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why this just popped in my head. Peter Capaldi. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. Because I could see him being... Um, for instance, uh, don't you know the guy who plays House? Mm-hmm. From the TV show. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I the first my first introduction to him was in the show House, and mm-hmm. you know how his personality is in mm-hmm. that abrasive, never joy. Okay. Come to find out, this dude is a big comedian. You know, mm-hmm. all super jokey. You know, outside of that character. So, um, that was one of the things I liked about Peter Capaldi because that's one of the requirements for playing a doctor. You got to be silly, goofy, but fierce. You know mm. what I mean? So I think he did a great job with that. And I could see him being able to handle that. If, uh, if, and being, a, and being an age to where I was like, okay, he's retired from the uh, military and, you know, mm. I could see him designing the ship. <laughs> Ooh, you know who maybe also, yeah, I got two people in mind. One of the five, anyone, and one who, could be a good one, Peter Weller. Oh wow! Oh Peter Weller. Oh yeah. Oh you know what? I would one hundred percent agree with you on that. 
I will definitely. Because I, I was thinking, I don't know if you already seen the movie, but uh, like uh, Top Gun Maverick, he played an admiral in there, a very nasty yeah. admiral. Yep. But he does have the style for it, I think. Oh yeah, Peter Weller's played some outstanding. Well, let's not even mention Robocop, but he's played some outstanding characters. I could definitely 100% agree with you on that. I can see uh, he has the the gravitas, I think, to to pull that off. I'm I'm with you on that one. And the other one I was was popping in my mind, and that's because of his uh, other character. I was thinking of uh, Johnny Depp as uh, Captain uh, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I have no idea why why I have that stupid pirate in my head as a captain of Sea Quest. You, you know what? If he could just break character, for, if he could just break that Johnny uh, the, uh, Jack Sparrow character for a minute, I've seen Johnny Depp play some some high speed yes. roles. Yes. Know, I can, you know, but ever since he's played Pirates of the Caribbean, he's like every role I can see Captain Jack. <laughs> I can see it. I yeah. don't care what it is. I can see oh, there, there it is. It's, it's coming out. Yeah. So <laughs> you have that with some of the uh, roles that that's an actor have. For example, with, with, I remember before with, with um, Daniel Radcliffe or even Patrick Stewart. They couldn't break off uh, the Harry Potter role or Picard role. Mm. Because mm. you just see them as them. And yep, that uh, uh, Kristen Stewart from what was it, Twilight? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, people like that. I, I totally agree. They get typecast into those roles. You'd be like, nah, I can't see you. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, all the way you want to, you, you still Harry Potter. Put the glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> so, if he, uh, going on, uh, the second character then, Commander Ford, who will, can, Replace him. Who? I was about to. I was about to say Jamie Foxx, but now let me see. Um, who? Okay. First of all, we already know it's going to be a black guy. All right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and I'm too busy to be the sexy black guy on TV. So, <laughs> let, <laughs> so let me see. Who would? Who? You know. You know who would be my dream person. It would be, uh, oh, but he's a little too old. It would have been a prime Denzel Washington. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah, yep. I can achieve what you're thinking that. Yeah, it's just, you know, I think there is a, a lot of people who can make a good cast for the new uh, Deep, Deep Space Nine. Why the hell am I saying Deep Space Nine? Because it's Star Trek Underwater. I mean, Sea Quest. Uh, but they had some. Um, they had some interesting uh, episodes as well in the way of how people were thinking, and there were also like the uh, episode of. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say rank in uh, society, but that was really I. Did you see any? We know that the makers of Star Trek uh, giving us uh, from time to time uh, messages uh, in the episode. Do you think Sequest has that as well? I think it did. Um, one of the biggest being um, um, environmental conservatism. 
um, most of, you know, if you look, you know, whenever they came out the water, if you notice, a lot, it was beautiful. You know, the sky yes. was clean. Um, the water was blue uh, because they were able to make habitats underwater, you know, um, overpopulation, you know, went down. You know, it was actually, besides the little factions that they were having, you know, that they start, you know, highlighting later, it was actually uh, on its way towards being a nice utopia. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. As far as um, as far as the main social uh, issue that Sequest, I think, always really like just super highlighted was um, yeah, environmentalism. Uh, make sure that the water is clean. Making sure that the air is clean. So that's, yeah. that's what I always got out of it overall. Um, there was this uh, weird thing also as well when. Uh, Nathan Bridger uh, was gone from the sea quest. Why did Darwin uh, still uh, at the sea quest? Because you would say, think, okay, Nathan Bridger will take um, Darwin with him, but Darwin was still in season three. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that, right? I was like, I wonder if um, Nathan asked, hey, Darwin, man, do you want to come here or do you want to stay here? And to me, Darwin, because of how they built him up as a as a character, I think he would have been the type to be like, hey, I think I could do a lot more, you know, here than I could hmm. do playing on the beach. I and he had, that, I... he had that beautiful connection with um, Lucas as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because Lucas gave him a voice. Hmm. So, you know, and Lucas always was, you know, Lucas was always hanging out with him. But, um, yeah, you know, and he, he had homies that was on the ship. So I think Darwin, I think, I think Darwin would have stayed if, if Nathan gave him the choice. But I think Nathan would have definitely been like, yo, Darwin, man, uh, you ready? You ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh that point also in one of the episodes latest episode when nathan uh was saying goodbye i was mm -hmm. i thought nathan gave darwin the option to go or to stay with him and um i mean stay on sequence and i think darwin choose to uh say okay this is my job and i will be a lot of time spending here but when i don't have missions or whatever he will visit nathan because mm -hmm. i remember that nathan also had those experiments that uh darwin will help him oh yeah yep i'll tell you what that um it, how was that as a research um facility that he had uh that uh that bridger had that that hut Right there on the beachfront with the pier that went out. Mm. Oh, that right there. Look, I don't know how they convinced her because I wouldn't have went back in the water. That right there would have been beautiful right there for me. Uh, this is I'm doing my science right here on the beachfront on a tropical island. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Didn't Bridget go uh, get his retirement in that way? I can't remember why he left. I don't either. I don't think they ever covered it. 
Or was that the one with uh, that became too military for him again and that's why he resigned? I can't remember. I, basically, when they had the um, season, what was it, the season trailer of the first episode, you know, that the sequence was, you know, premiere or whatever again, mm. and I seen a new captain, I was like, what happened to, what happened to Nathan? Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That, I think that he, I think that when Steven Spielberg left the show, I think that the actor that played Nathan went with him. Yeah. Yeah. But he came back for a couple of episodes, I remember. Yeah. He came back for a few cameos, yeah. Hang out yeah. with Darwin. Um, but Michael Ironside kind of took the reins, man, and kind of made everything up tight. Yeah. I must say, the first, I didn't like the first season. It was like, especially like, exactly like uh, with Arrow, the first three seasons was, I loved it. And the fourth season, when it totally changed the cast, I didn't like it from there on. I don't know if oh, did, yeah. did you have the same uh, feeling with Sequest? Oh yeah, people don't like seeing their family members disappear. <laughs> you know, I think we've talked about that before. Um, you know, we get accustomed to these people. You know, we get accustomed mm. to their backstory, accustomed to their plots. You know, their their, their story arcs. You know, mm. and then you know, next time we see it, see them. You know, they either don't explain or they give a little explanation that doesn't really fall into the content of the character that we've known as to why they're not there you know it's kind of be like oh man i don't know uh, nope, i don't feel like getting to know nobody else <laughs> I, I don't trust these people because uh, as soon as i get to know these people y'all gonna change them again so uh so i think that's 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 where it starts to hurt a show a little bit mm. but you know even when you think of shows like uh even sg1 they went through it when they um took out daniel jackson and put in um yeah uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I was like, ah. And that's know, one of, was... I think that right? is one of the reasons that I don't like uh, the other Stargate because of that. I always say SG One is always my favorite, and that's the story I like to uh, keep for Star uh, Stargate. You know, mm -hmm. and exactly. I really have to, and I have never seen it to be honest, but. Uh, Simon is convincing me a bit to watch it together with him, like uh, Stargate Atlantis, etc. So I give it a try. Uh, but... Okay, first of all, <laughs> let, let me tell you um, Stargate Atlantis is awesome. Mm -hmm. Stargate Atlantis is awesome. All Stargate Atlantis is awesome. Matter of fact, the only way Stargate Atlantis got better was when. They had cameos with Daniel Jackson come over, mm. or Samantha Carter come over, or um, Colonel O'Neill come over. Well, General General O'Neill come over, but Stargate Atlantis is awesome. Stargate Universe, <laughs> that's the discovery of the Stargate Universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, well, I promised Simon to give it a try. So uh, we will see. Um, oh, yeah. You will not be disappointed on Atlantis. Um, let's talk a bit about the um, design of Sequest. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything you'd like to say about how it is built and designed? And of course, for example, uh, the captain's quarters, because 
I do think that the captain in season three has a different quarters than Nathan. I think so too. I think they changed the quarters up a little bit. I think he made it more military as well because Nathan had a more civilian. Yeah. The, as far as the design, okay, the design of Sequest to me was totally alien from anything I had yeah. ever seen up until that point. And yeah. I love that. I love um, his functionality. I love the way Dar they built the tubes through the ship to where Darwin Dar could travel through the corridors and not yeah. just be restricted to the um, water base. I like the whiskers that they used that circled the um, ship that kind of acted as scanners and, uh, you know, and extensions of the ship. Mm. You know, I, I, I love the way that the bridge was designed. I love the roominess of the corridors, you know. It, it was just a beautifully, I, I love the way it looked, you know, the way the skin yeah. had that shimmer on it. It, it, it was just a beautiful, big old submarine ship that I just thought was awesome. Yeah. Even more beautiful than the submarines that we know nowadays. Oh, yeah. Way, way, uh, yeah. That, it, that'll eat a few of those up and not even waste room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that, that ship, whoever designed that made it. It was just super sleek. It was like a big old Lamborghini under the water. I was wondering, I think I read it somewhere, or maybe that I saw it somewhere in a documentary. I think it was the designer who designed the um, little uh, flying things where um, uh, in the Phantom of Menace from Star Wars. Um, those yellow little airplanes that where Anakin in, was in. Oh, the X-Wing? Not the X-Wing, but the other one. It, he sat in... It's, I don't know what they call it, but he. I thought it was him that had designed it. I even think he's also one of the designers of uh, in Star Trek. Yeah, you're gonna make me. Um, you're gonna make me look bad if I was able to answer a Star Wars question correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, let me not start ragging on Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what did you think about the design? I loved it. It was like all the roundings of the ship. It was like, uh, like feminine, you know, like a. a I don't want to say say a, a mermaid, but yeah, it was very. Uh, I think I thought it was. Are you trying to say sexy? <laughs> and the way it is. It was like it's so feminine. Now, are you trying to say sexy? <laughs> it was in a, a way, in, in a way, it was a sexy ship. It was like normally you would say, okay, it's if it is navy or military, it's more like robust and and it doesn't matter how it looks like and that's what i love about um the orful as well it is very um it's not looking that militaristic it's more like like i said it's more feminine in a way yeah it doesn't look threatening yeah yes so yeah yeah if i was if i was somewhere up underwater and you know, Sequest rolled up on me. You know, I would be like, "Oh wow, that is beautiful." Let me talk to it. Mm. That, you know, you know, it's it. They designed it very well. Yeah. You know, I, I liked it. Yeah. 
what do you think, by the way, about the doctor? Because we haven't talked about her yet, but... Oh, the doctor, look, let me tell you something. I love a person who speaks their mind and it, they don't care. Uh, hmm. Like Bones. Like, just like Bones. Bones hmm. don't care. Um, she was that type. She stood up for her team. She knew her, she knew her um, profession. She was confident. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, she, she stood her ground, but knew when to concede. We'll put it that way. When it came to the captain, you know, she wasn't always just a headache. But you know, when she did, when she did say something, you was like, okay, like you know, she let me examine this because she probably gonna, it's probably gonna be some merit to this. So, yeah, I, I liked her. She was, she was, she was very intelligent, very strong. I thought she was awesome. Then she had some kind of a relationship with Nathan. I think they was trying to lead it up to that. I think they were starting to try to, you know, because you can't have two characters on the screen of opposite sex and, and mm. you know, not start to develop something for some strange reason romantic in them, you know. But I thought know, they knew each other also before uh, they came to Sequest. Oh, no, I think that that was the first time that they met when they, okay. when they uh, first was on uh, Sequest. I think that was the first time he had met her. And I think he had like abrasiveness too, because I think she was cussing out Lieutenant, I mean, Commander Ford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what we also see, what I also like about her is that she is like a model figure for Lucas. Mm -hmm. And I think it, that reminds me again with the, um, the connection between Wesley Crusher and his mother. Man. First of all, what kind of parent are you to just go be like, hey, kid, um, just go get on that submarine and, yeah, I ain't going to never come visit because I don't ever remember nobody coming to visit him. Mm. But you, you just go get on that sub, man, and <laughs> get out of here for a while. But, yeah, she was, um, yeah, they they had that Wesley Crusher and Dr. Beverly Crusher uh, dynamic. And uh, actually, if you want to include Nathan and Picard, you know, as Picard in that situation, too. But, um, yeah, she was... Yeah, real. Yeah, she was awesome. She was awesome. She was strong, like I said, intelligent, and really cared for her team. So, um, is there anything you like to say about the whole series or characters? Of course, I like to say for anybody who's listening to the people, uh, you need to check this out. If you like Star Trek, if you like exploration science, you know, um. Don't don't not 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 something that you're gonna be in for you know four five seasons nothing like that. But if you, you know, like something that's exploration, something that's you know, um, against what normal what you would normally see, then definitely check this out. So I took a look on INDB what the overall score of rating of uh, the series is, and that is a six point seven. What would you give it? You know, I'd agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Six point seven out of ten. I, I agree with that. Okay, good. Like I said, it starts tripping. It starts tripping later on. You know, when they start changing people up, and you know, start changing up the plot line and everything like that. Because other than that, I would definitely gave it like a straight seven five or eight. Mm. But um, yeah, for concept alone. But yeah, I agree with. It. I agree. IMDb's uh, on that. What about you? You agree with that? I think it's um, it's a good concept. Uh, 
they could have done a bit better with the screenwriting, to be honest. Um, but okay, it's uh, we can't forget it. Also, uh, was it in a series in the nineties? Yep. I believe so. Yeah. So we can't complain at that in a way. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that that's a good rating in a way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Tommy, thank you very much to join me again. Oh, you know I love it. You know. And love it. Uh, for you guys, a little bit of a spoiler already, because in about four weeks, the episode of Andromedia is coming online, and Tommy will be my guest again. Oh, yeah. So... Sorry to say this, guys, but every time I uh, think of other media, I think of the Captain Hercules. <laughs> so this is going to be fun as well. Uh, wasn't wasn't other media also uh, in the spirit of uh, Gene Roddenberry? I believe so. I believe so, yeah. But okay, um, it's time for me to uh, rewatch that. It's because it's been a long time ago I watched that, so uh, I have to go get the refresh my mind again. Uh, you and me, you and me both. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, um, Tommy, if I don't speak you anymore before the new year, I wish you a very merry Christmas. Likewise, likewise. And of you course. You dressing up the dog as a reindeer? <laughs> I was planning <laughs> on it, but if you won't let me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, <laughs> but okay. And of course, a happy new year. Yes, ma'am, and likewise as well. Happy new years. So, uh, yeah, we will uh, uh, talk to each other soon because I think... Uh, we're still gonna have fun for the near, next year, of course. A lot to discuss oh. still. We got many more good podcasts coming up, you know. So yeah, we gonna definitely be talking quite a lot. All right. Well, thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening and join me in two weeks for a new episode of Maya Alien Talks. The next episode is about Wednesday, of course, the Netflix, Netflix series of the Adams, uh, Adams Family. You can also find My Alien Talks podcast on Spotify, Anchors, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course on the YouTube channel and Facebook group. I also have two other podcasts called The Dutch Ready Room Podcast and Girl Stocking Track. The Dutch Weather Room Podcast is a podcast for all the Dutch trackies to talk about everything Star Trek. Of course, this will be unspoken in my native language Dutch and is a whole video podcast. You can find the Dutch Weather Room on Facebook group or the YouTube channel. Ghostwriting Track is a track podcast that I used to do with my good friend Amanda, but since her passing, I'm doing the podcast alone. So I'm still looking for another track friend who will and have the time to recap with me every two weeks an episode of Star Trek. 
At the moment, I'm recapping Season 3 of Star Trek TNG.